If everybody realized that and everybody embodied their authenticity and created a world that was based on them living their bliss and teaching that to other people, yeah, the entire fucking planet would change. Welcome aboard the Self-Inquirer podcast, a digital sanctuary with your host, Jackie Winkler. I'm a manifestation coach, and I can't help but roll my eyes at the overplayed your thoughts create your reality trope. Instead, I prefer to frolic in the realms of using real-world action and self-discovery to manifest, guiding people to their greatest gift, their unfettered authenticity, that which makes all manifestations spring to life. I created this podcast to help you explore the realm of your heart, mind, and passions, discover truths about manifestation, spirituality, self-growth, and enjoy the delight of simply being you. In each episode, we'll hang out with some amazing people who've inspired my work, my manifestations, and unveil the mind-bending possibilities that lie within each one of us. Our eccentric guests serve not only as teachers and mentors, but also as friends who will inspire you to live a life awash with wonder, to embrace your authentic self, and to manifest the life that you know you deserve. Each time you listen to this podcast series, you're slipping into the velvety low robe of your most fantastic self. Because let's face it, if you weren't here to sprout wings and soar to new heights, why on earth? earth did you rsvp babe with every episode you'll weave in even closer to your most cosmic self your soul family and your wildest most amazing manifestations all by merely gracing this podcast with your presence if this episode resonates we'd be over the moon if you could leave a review follow us drop a little comment and share it with a comrade so let's waltz into the realm of manifestation spirituality and unapologetic authenticity welcome to the self-inquirer Hello, 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 you guys. It is Jackie, aka Hoodwinkler. I am currently broadcasting from the inside of my tent that I just moved into. I know, who would want to live in a tent? Well, you guys should see it. It's absolutely magnificent. It's so cinematic. (laughs) Being the aesthetic girly that I always will be, this is a dream come true. It's one of those bell tents that you pay like eight hundred thousand dollars a night for on airbnb that i now get to live in full time so really hyped on that but i digress on today's episode we'll be discussing manifesting self-love self-worth the process that i went on to get where i am today Um, and i'm so grateful that i've been placed in the position where i can share what I've learned with everybody else. So yeah, here's my journey from rags to riches, as they say. Not like literally, but (laughs) just kind of, yeah, my journey from really disliking my life and disliking myself and how my manifestation practice changed everything for me. So essentially, on manifesting self-love, anybody who wants to manifest kind of self-love, authenticity, self-worth, is probably in a position where they are not operating from their highest timeline of that. So that's what I was for years. And I'm sure many of you will relate to this, but for, oh my God, so many years, I was caught almost like on this hamster wheel of doing really, really well and then doing really, really poorly. (laughs) And having it go like that over and over again, um, where I would be in these moments of, oh my God, I think I'm on my shit now. I think I'm doing well, you know? And then I would just get back to this place where I was like, I can't go on, (laughs) which sounds dramatic, but 
it really was this up and down hamster wheel of I'm doing so well and then I'm doing so poorly and I didn't think that anything could get me out of that. I tried absolutely everything that you could think of. I tried therapy. I tried Reiki. I tried biofield tuning. I tried shit you have never even heard of. Uh, did so many psychedelics for years, not necessarily in a ceremonial space. Um, <laughs> I tried religion. I tried relationships. I tried everything. Oh my God, everything. There's actually a beautiful excerpt in the book Letting Go. I'm pretty sure it's by David Harmon. And it's the intro to his book and it talks about this. It's like three pages of listing all of the things that many people try to find relief from life. And I remember reading it and it was one of the most validating things I've ever read. But long story short, I tried everything. Nothing worked. It all kind of helps, but none of, none of it like really, really helped. So then I found two things. I did find a good therapist, which changed so much. But I also found my manifestation practice. Manifestation changed everything for me. And it's why I'm so passionate about sharing it with the world now. Just the amount of change that I've seen from it has really been mind-blowing. So this brings me to my thesis, I guess, of today's topic, which is that manifestation is the most effective, insane, quick um, tool to bring about not only massive changes in your lifestyle, um, how you're living, what you're receiving, but also who you are as a person. If you are not happy as you are as a person and you've tried everything like me try this um because it changed my whole life for the better like I it makes me want to cry I'm indebted to the practice of manifestation <laughs> so much like I like I said tried everything and manifestation was the thing that really set everything in motion going forward so I'm very excited to talk about my journey today in this episode with you guys. And what that's going to look like is we'll go through kind of my my background, what my life was like before manifestation, and then we'll go into the transformation that manifestation brought with it, <laughs> um, what my practice looks like day to day, and my mission, what I'm currently working on now to be able to share this with the world. Before manifestation, I was pretty much completely out of my authenticity when, you know, we're always authentic as children, always, um, until adults and society start to put in these programs that we cannot be who we want to be and we cannot do what we want to do, which is, again, false. But it's very believable because we are programmed to want to receive love. And when you're just a little... Bern or whatever they say in Scottish. <laughs> I literally don't know anything about Scotland. <laughs> Sorry. When you're just, you know, a little person trying to navigate your way through the world, you're going to believe the people that you love because you want to continue to be loved by them. So I, you know, lost my authenticity at a certain point. Um, the first event that really set me on my spiritual path, my spiritual journey this is what I like to call a pivot point in a person's life was definitely my dad's passing. When I was six, my dad took his own life, which I didn't know until later. Like I knew that he had passed away. I just didn't know how, which was obviously uh, 
very what's it what's the word shocking i guess introduction into mortality and um the blessings but also the trauma that life has to offer i was very much concerned from a young age with spirituality with the meaning of life with why we are here and with how to make the most out of life and not end up like that to put it very bluntly um and then everywhere that I looked, I seemed to see people struggling. Um, and because of my own, as I got older, not when I was like six, <laughs> but because of my own kind of lower self-worth or unhealed patterns, I was attracting a lot of people who were in a lot of pain because they were mirroring my own grief. But I saw so much pain and struggling in the world and in other people. And I really wanted to know why. I wanted to know why people reacted to life the way that they did in a way that their pasts and what they'd experienced kind of went on to dictate how they would live the rest of their lives. That was very interesting to me. So I became very fascinated with spirituality and psychology from a young age. Um, so that was the first like spiritual pivot point in my life was losing my dad and just kind of having to hold an incredible amount of grief as a small child. <laughs> so that was really, really challenging. And then growing up, I, it was just me and my mom. So my mom was kind of going through her own spiritual journey and her own grief, grieving process. And um, that didn't really include a lot of room for mine. So I felt very misunderstood when I was a child um, and a teen and for a while after that <laughs> but yeah it was kind of just like this this childhood that was very heavy I was dealing with a ton of grief I was um being kind of emotionally gaslit like in the home and my mom and I have an incredible relationship now I love her to death um however you know she was doing her best and her best wasn't really like what was most supportive to me at the time so I recognize that now and then when I was about 14, I started doing drugs. So that took me down an interesting path <laughs> for a while um, of addiction. So that was something else that I really, really struggled with growing up. And I was just in this place where I was traumatized. I was constantly putting myself in situations where I was re-traumatizing myself because I didn't have self-worth because I was traumatized <laughs> but I think the biggest way that I got farther away from my authenticity was I was stuck in this pattern of attracting people who were also grieving or also in a lot of pain which generated quite a few <laughs> codependent relationships and when I was younger when I was a teen I just seemed to like bounce back and forth from codependent relationship to codependent relationship every single person that I dated was addicted to something. And I thought that was very interesting because I didn't recognize that I was an addict at the time, even though I was struggling with serious addiction. But I was attracting these relationships over and over again because I had so much pain inside of myself that I saw in them. I, it was so much easier for me to see what they were going through and help them manage that than to deal with what I was going through that that's what I did for years was just date people who were in serious fucking emotional pain. And through that, I started to lose touch with myself very slowly. And that was really painful for me. 
Um, so I lost touch with myself. I was constantly focused on the needs of other people. I started to kind of not know what I liked anymore. I started, you know, using harder drugs, um, pharmaceuticals and alcohol in particular. And I was in school at the time in college by this point, And I did not want to be in college, but I was a people pleaser. So I did it because everybody else wanted me to. And there my addiction worsened um, to the point where I was a little nutcase, like hiding in the bushes and stealing from people. And that was obviously a problem. So I reached a breaking point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need a radical change. So I moved to a Christian commune and I shaved my head. So I lived there for nine months and I renounced many of my possessions that I thought made me vain, which was interesting. I'm not sure why I did that. Um, (laughs) And it was the first introduction to really coming home to myself that I'd had in my life. I felt very supported by the community around me, even though I was not uh, identified as a Christian. And when I was there, I got sober from the drugs that I had been taking. And I started to learn to love myself for the first time. But I was still struggling with a lot of trauma, honestly, from childhood. And afterwards, I, at this point, was kind of an independent adult. I was moving into my 20s and I left the Christian commune and I decided to go move to Montreal for absolutely no reason. I think it's because I met a random dude online and decided to move there for him. And he was random at the time. Now we're like good friends. So if you're listening to this, you're all good, Olivier. (laughs) So this drew upon the codependent pattern that had been repeating over and over for me. Like if you were to ask me what I was doing in Canada, I would say being a codependent for, you know, four years or three years and kind of detaching from what I wanted to do or who I wanted to be based on that pattern. So I moved to Montreal and I started dating someone and we were together for about two years. But during that time, I thought my trauma was like over. Actually, I thought I didn't have trauma. I remember I was taking a self-help course at the time And we got to a section that was talking about trauma. And I was like, oh, I don't even have that. And then I took it and instantly had a mental breakdown. (laughs) Like instantly was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder because I started having really weird OCD taboo themes. Um, And I was no longer really doing the amount of drugs, I guess, that I was doing before. I was definitely still drinking too much and smoking too much weed. But Um, I wasn't like super dysfunctional, but I was not happy at all. And I was definitely not living the life that I knew that I was destined for or that I was worthy of. And I was acting in ways that were really not in aligned, in alignment with my highest self. Like I was, you know, it was still a codependent relationship. I was not speaking up for myself, speaking up for my needs. I was stringing people along emotionally. I was not being my highest self. And I knew that. So this relationship didn't work out. And then I moved into a different relationship about a month later, which was right on brand, (laughs) which further brought me away from myself in a massive way. This person who I started dating, I would definitely call my first love. It was a very toxic relationship on both ends. I was not treating him with the respect that he deserved, and he was not treating me with the respect that I deserved either. Both of us were so obviously operating from our 
past, like the wounds from our past. And um, we were together for about two years and it was the most roller coastery type of relationship I've ever been on. And I was so out of touch with myself. I looked to this person for everything. I was so, I treated his word like it was the word of God, literally. And I, lo- I truly, honestly, even to this day, loved him so much. But I outsourced, it makes me choked up to think about it. I outsourced all of my power to another person. And that was too much responsibility for him to handle. And it was too fucking insane of me to do <laughs> because it's not how relationships operate in a healthy way. Then it got to a point where I was very, very tired of the exhaustion of kind of like being in that type of relationship where it was so chaotic. It was so up and down all the time that I just broke and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, We were living in a foreign country at the time and I moved to back to the US and I moved back into my mom's house and I was literally a miserable wreck. I was 30 pounds heavier than I am now. I was an alcoholic. I was so codependent that if you asked me, who is Jackie? I could not give you a straight answer. I didn't know what music I liked. I didn't know what movies I liked. I didn't know my political views. I didn't know anything about myself because I felt like I was a conglomeration of every other man that I had ever dated before. And I felt fucked. (laughs) Like to put it lightly, I felt so lost and confused, which makes sense. And I, like I said, throughout this whole time, I had been working on myself. I had been going to therapy while I was with him, you know, while I was with all of them. I'd been reading self-help books. I'd been doing the spiritual things. I'd been getting massages and treating myself quote unquote well. And none of it had really worked because I was still operating in these really low self-worth patterns, obviously. So allow me to pause this episode for a moment to present you with a truly life-changing opportunity. If you're ready to start manifesting and getting in touch with your rawest personal authenticity, or if anything has resonated and you're feeling all warm and fuzzy and called to this work, our upcoming Manifestation Mastery Workshop is a comprehensive step-by-step guide designed to teach you exactly how to manifest anything you desire. It's a self-directed course that utilizes my very own action-oriented abundance method, which has delivered tangible manifestation results to countless people. It teaches you how to take real-life action that gets you closer to your manifestations. A welcome departure from the energetic vibration mumbo-jumbo that's been clogging the cosmic airwaves. Plus, we've got these amazing $11 self-inquiry study guides on manifestation, setting boundaries to kick codependency to the curb, and dating with intention, which you can print out and work through whenever. However, the piece de resistance is my coaching program where you'll gain one-on-one access to me, your humble host, 24-7, and receive personalized guidance to unblock your most profound limiting beliefs and manifest what feels true to you. You'll also get exclusive discounts and offers such as free tarot and oracle readings, personalized prompts, and golden tickets to our secret members-only manifestation events. So here's the deal. Go to my website, hoodwinkler.com, and sign up for the Manifestation Mastery waiting list, where you'll get first come, first served access to the workshop when it drops. To sweeten the deal, you can use the special code INQUIRY, I-N-Q-U-I-R-I, to get $20 off your Manifestation Mastery purchase. Or EXPLORE, E-X-P-L-O-R-E, to receive $50 off a coaching container with me. Now, without further ado, let's dive back in. And so when I moved back to my mom's house, I was at a loss 
And I knew that what happened with my ex could never, ever happen again out of respect for him and out of respect for myself. I never, ever wanted to repeat the pattern again where I lost myself to the point where I formed a committed relationship with someone I was 100%, 100% convinced that I was going to marry this person and have his kids. And I knew that I could never let my relationships get to the point again where it was so, I was so out of touch with my authenticity that I not only deeply wounded someone else, but I completely neglected and wounded myself in such a deep and painful way. So I was like, what the fuck can I do differently? And what I did differently was I found manifestation and it completely changed my life. It turned absolutely every single area of my life upside down. Like I said, I knew that I could never repeat what I'd been doing. The Einstein quote comes to mind where it's like the definition the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's one of my favorite quotes. That really came to life. I was like, okay, I've been operating in this way for the majority of my life and obviously it's not working because I fucking hate myself. So we have to do something new. And I did. And what that was, was really diving into the world of manifestation and getting a really good therapist. And um, shit completely changed within six months. I'm not even kidding. So I started researching about manifestation. I honestly think that someone sent me a podcast that like made me interested in it. And I went down this rabbit hole of like the secret and manifestation podcasts and reading Happy Pocket Full of Money and Joe Dispenza. And at the same time, I was in therapy working through EMDR. And then I started using auto hypnosis to bring my manifestations into fruition, into life. I wrote down a list of how I wanted to feel, who I wanted to be material things that I wanted and I started to hypnotize myself almost every day to get that and this is what happened. I started going to Codependence Anonymous which was fucking completely life-changing. I was single for the first time in my life. At this point I'd kind of dipped my toes into the dating world um, and you know I had a couple people that I was interested in and in the past I would have just gone for it but I literally started guys fucking round of applause here, literally started seeing red flags and only dating people for a short period of time after I saw them and then breaking up with them, which sounds really basic for some people. For me, that was a huge fucking deal. So I was making huge headway in my relationships and my dating life. I started to put down my foot even within my existing relationships, when someone was speaking to me in a way that wasn't kind or wasn't respectful, I would say like, hey, that's you're crossing a boundary right now. And I noticed that people started to actually respect that. And if they didn't respect that, I was removing myself from situations and it literally up leveled my power like fucking tenfold overnight. So I was breaking these codependent relationship cycles through my manifestation practice And the next thing that happened was really interesting. I realized that the way that I dressed was 100% for the gaze, I guess, of other people. So 
I was I used to literally dress in like and this is no shade to people who wear real tree because it's like a really dope style but it's just not me but I used to wear like hunting clothes and like big platform new rocks and just kind of like this weird hick alt thing <laughs> which was like interesting and what I started doing instead was every morning in my hypnosis practice I would connect with my highest self and notice what she was wearing and I started dressing exactly like her dude my style fucking glue glue up I don't know glowed up so quickly I experienced like a rapid physical transformation of glow up I lost like 30 pounds in probably a month or something like two months like it was crazy um I stopped working out to get a bigger ass like five times a day which I did for guys essentially that I was dating I started to eat intuitively, embrace my body exactly as it was for the first time. I developed a healthy relationship with food, which was like impossible beforehand. I stopped dressing like, I don't know, a real tree Instagram Jeep girl model and started to dress like Jack Sparrow. And that completely up leveled my confidence because that's how I've wanted to dress since I was like 10 years old. I ended up manifesting my absolute dream car, which was a lifted Jeep Wrangler, (laughs) which actually ended up being a test because it was something that I wanted to impress that same kind of like male gaze type of thing. Instead, I manifested the real car that I've always wanted, which was a Tacoma. And I got the money literally to pay for this car um, pretty much overnight, manifested my dream car specific number of owners, specific color and everything. I at the time was so broke because I had been relying on my partners, the guys that I was with to support me financially. I decided to start posting my journey on TikTok. So I had a manifestation to gain 150,000 followers. I gained that in about a month of posting on TikTok. When I realized how good I was at this, I wanted to open a coaching business. I opened the coaching business and within the first two months, I made $20,000. The TikTok started growing. This is probably why you're here now. My life just drastically changed. I was making enough money to finally live as a digital nomad. So I planned a long-term trip with my best friend since childhood who is also a digital nomad, and we lived in Europe for a couple months. We actually lived in Venice, Italy, which was the place that I wanted to go ever since I was a little girl. So I manifested that. And all of these amazing, you know, material manifestations were coming in for me. But what helped the most, the thing that was the most significant by far, was my emotional state. For the first time in my life, I felt like I was off that hamster wheel. And that's a mic drop type of sentence. I felt like my inner critic was quiet when something happened that stressed me out. I was able to, I noticed that the voice inside of my head was thinking about it rationally. It wasn't self-hatey or self-loathy. It was just rational and kind and compassionate. I started to love myself, love the way that I looked, embrace me for my unique and authentic qualities. And what I realized was that God, source, whatever, puts our authentic qualities and our authentic desires within us so that we embody them, so that we can follow them. What this looks like is, and this is all manifestation is, literally, you're getting little breadcrumbs that you can recognize or call desires. 
And you are supposed to follow each one of those breadcrumbs down this little breadcrumb trail until they turn into slices of bread and then they turn into loaves of bread and then they turn into a bakery and then a bread factory. And these little breadcrumbs, they come in the form of desire. Like I said, things that light you up, that make you excited, things that you really want to dedicate your life to. That doesn't mean a fucking yellow Lamborghini. That means, you know oh, I love taking Spanish class and I want to take more of it and following that. And then once you take more Spanish class, maybe you meet the right person at Spanish class and your confidence levels up. And I don't even know, I digress. That's just kind of like the way that it works. It's about getting in touch with what makes you uniquely authentic, embodying that and following it. And once you do that, shit just opens up for you. And that pretty much brings me to where I'm at in my manifestation journey now, um, which is that I feel very abundant. You know, I feel very comfortable with the life that I'm living. I'm literally living in my dream living situation in a beautiful place. I have the ability to travel and work from wherever I want. I have a successful following, amazing friends and community that I'm building. And now what I'm really focusing on manifesting is the mission, the point of all of this. And what I've realized is that my mission on earth is to help people use this knowledge for themselves, to help you as a listener tap into that unique authenticity that you have to offer and manifest with it. Because how it works is that those things that we love, those things that light us up, those desires that we want. They're put in us so that we can follow them. And once we embody that highest timeline version of ourselves, we can go on and inspire the people around us or even teach the people around us as I'm doing how to embody that themselves. And then they go on to teach other people how to embody that themselves and so on. It becomes a domino effect where when you tap into your unique gifts that source has given you to share with this world, which is the process of manifestation, because once you do that, shit just starts to magically manifest into your life. It's exactly what you want. So when you learn how to do that, you can teach other people how to do that and imagine how the planet would change. And this is exactly why I'm kind of going to go on a tangent here. This is exactly why society has told you that you cannot get what you want out of life because of x y and z the reason why is because if you were to actually realize the power that we have on this in this existence spiritually because this isn't like a fucking i don't know like a political like type of thing this is a spiritual energetic thing that we're talking about once every human being understands that since we are created in source's image we are creators because we are created in source's image and source is a creator if everybody realized that and everybody embodied their authenticity and created a world that was based on them living their bliss and teaching that to other people yeah the entire fucking planet would change the entire structure of the way that the world works would change. And that is why <laughs> narratives that keep you in your unworthiness exist because a lot of people are making a lot of money off of you staying small. So never, ever fucking forget that. Never forget that what you've been taught about your programming, about the way that the world works, how you have to work hard, whatever, like fucking, I don't know, slave away at a nine to five, all of that is a lie. A fucking lie, especially now that we have social media. Um, 
you have the ability to excel, to literally be so abundant in your life doing whatever the fuck you want. You could pursue underwater basket weaving and become a multimillionaire nowadays. I am not kidding. And that is what I aim to teach people with the work that I do, with my clients when I coach them, with the TikToks and Instagram reels that I post or whatever. And also with this podcast, with the self-inquirer, I aim to show people that you create your own reality and not in like a woo-woo bullshitty kind of way like in an actual way where you get to hack your psychology heal your trauma and make choices that align with who you want to be and there's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing that except for you and I am thrilled to be your guide in helping you do that because You are amazing, and I'm excited that you're here. I guess my counter-argument for all of this, and you can tell I'm back in school for psychology because I'm saying words like counter-argument, but some would say probably that I just found a self-care routine that heals my trauma and works for me in a psychological way. I get this all the time on my videos. You're just doing CBT. Stop calling it manifestation. Yeah, who the fuck cares? Sorry, like respectfully. It doesn't matter what it's called. It doesn't matter if it's prayer, witchcraft, CBT, DBT, therapy. It doesn't matter. The program, the action-oriented abundance method that I use with clients that I'm going to start putting in courses, that method fucking works, period, almost every single time. Healing is not like a one-size-fits-all type of thing, but I see massive transformations when clients are willing to commit to actually doing this work. It doesn't really matter what it's called. If it's manifestation, if it's magic, if it's not, it doesn't matter. The action-oriented abundance method fucking works. This is what I design. This is what I practice. This shit works. So it doesn't really matter if it's like source energy or the universe or just neuroscience or whatever. You can call it whatever you want. The only point is that it is helpful for you. Anyways, long story short, manifestation is a gift that we are supposed to tap into to become our self-actualized selves and to share that gift of our self-actualized selves with the world. And then we'll go on to inspire them to do the same. And it becomes this amazing domino effect where hopefully we change the entire fucking planet. Um, Manifestation, this practice that I've practiced for the past couple of years, it literally breaks family chains of karma. It breaks patterns that you've been struggling with your whole fucking life with like I, in my case, codependent dating, codependent relationships, self-loathing, addiction. I don't struggle with any of that anymore. And I owe it all to this practice. I get emotional about it because it's amazing. Um, I love it. I love manifestation. I love you and I want you to know if you're listening to this up until this point, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you're listening to this for a reason because your highest self wants you to tap into that timeline where you meet your highest self exactly where they're at and it's really beautiful that you're here listening to this and I want you to know that everything that you see that inspires you, that lights you up, that you want to be, that you want to do in life. That's available to you. I just love it. I just I just love it. And you know what? And I love you if you've listened to this this far. <laughs> so 
I hope that you enjoyed this episode. That was kind of a, an abrupt ending. I don't care. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're giggling along with me in the car or, you know, at work or, I don't know, curled up in bed, eating popcorn, wherever you are. Um, thank you for listening because this is my journey. This is what I want to share. And I hope that anything that I could say in this inspired you even a little teensy little ounce to go out there and live your truth and live through your light because you're such an amazing person i don't even know you but i know that you're an amazing person so thank you for listening and see you next time thanks a bunch for joining us on this episode we hope you enjoyed chatting and learning and that you're leaving inspired just like we are if you're not quite ready to dive headfirst into workshops or coaching, fear not. We have a range of complimentary offerings to help guide you on your journey of self-discovery and manifestation completely for free. First, let me introduce you to the wonderland of my social media. It's linked below. It's packed with hours of content that will get you excited about manifesting and discovering your true self. When you watch, save, like, and share it, you're basically telling your subconscious, hey, I'm ready to level up and be my best self. Plus, you'll connect with content that feels like a warm hug. Next, I invite you to press the follow button on this podcast page. Each episode will be a care package of inspiration, equipped with lessons on manifestation, connections with teachers and kindred spirits, a compass to locate your true passions, and a telescope to see what's possible for you. So we encourage you to check out those invaluable resources, my social media, at hood.winkler on TikTok and Instagram. That's H-O-O-D period W-I-N-K-L-E-R. And the Self-Inquirer podcast. You'll find all the links you need nestled in the description of this episode below. That's it for now, but don't worry. We'll be back soon with more episodes to keep the manifestations flowing and your spirit growing. See you soon.